on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on Thursday, March 4th. A live show for you. The LA Galaxy signed Derek Williams. We talked about him a little bit. Uh, we sort of let him know that, uh, let you know that he was coming. So we're going to talk a bunch about him. We have some video from him as well. We're going to get you all through that as we uh, as we go through there. There's another rumor out there that we're certainly going to talk to you about. We're going to keep that up there. A little bit of kit updates, a weekly schedule, and somebody. I'm not going to say who. It's me. Um, has the LA Galaxy's preseason schedule coming up here. Uh, in just a couple minutes as well. So a trip to Tucson in line for the LA Galaxy. We'll get the details on that as well. To help me do all that, he's back. We've got him. He's fully vaccinated, as a matter of fact. The first one of us to be fully vaccinated, Mr. Larry Morgan. Larry, how's it going, buddy? Reporting for duty, sir. Thank you for having me on. Uh, we're, we're, we're just happy that, that you have been vaccinated. That, uh, Double dosed, yes, sir. Yeah, you, you, you're all set. You, you're, you, you now have uh, superpowers, right? You got bit by a radioactive spider, all, all of that fun stuff. That's right. I can tell COVID-19 to stick it in its proverbial ear. <laughs> That's good. That's you ain't good. touching me, buddy. That's good. Uh, we're, we're, we're very, very happy, uh, happy that you're there. Um, and also, we're glad that you also took a shower and shaved for this show as well. So um, between all well, those things... I didn't things, take a shower. I, I did shave. I didn't shower. I shaved. Okay. Okay. I was just, I was just checking. I just wanted to I make sure... I showered last night. You showered last night? Well, good for you. Good for you, Larry. See, you're you're going places. That's what that's what we always that's right. like to see. That's right. That's right. It, it was my first shower of the week. That, that that's awesome. Well, uh, a lot of LA Galaxy news to to get to uh, today, Larry. Um, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that sort of uh, came through. Uh, I think we're you know fairly set to to sort of talk about it and, and get everybody updated on it. So we're glad that uh, that everybody could have a, a chance to do it. But let's uh let's sort of start, Larry, as we have uh, I think almost. Mm, let's see. I'm trying to think how many times I've started on the kit updates in the last uh, in the last couple weeks. Um, yeah, uh, let's see if the uh, let's see if we can uh, we can give you another kit update on everything that's sort of going on with uh, the LA Galaxy with the community kit. If you're watching on the live stream or you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can see that uh, our famous uh, corner of the galaxy bear back there uh, does have a community kit on there. He has an authentic and we're going to do uh, we're, we're going to do our best to sort of explain some of the hiccups that are still out there uh, with the LA Galaxy. So first, uh, the Julian Araujo things. I have seen number 22 
Julian Arajo's being shipped, Larry. Uh, I saw it. I saw it multiple times. Uh, so we certainly know that uh, that they're still having some issues with that. I'm in touch with the LA Galaxy. They're working on a fix for that. Basically, I imagine what is going to happen is that if you have a number 22 Arajo kit and you'd like it to be a number two Arajo kit, that the Galaxy are going to be able to work some sort of trade or switch or fix for that. That's what I imagine is going to happen. They haven't told me that. So I don't want everybody to freak out and say, oh, well, Josh said so. I'm not telling you that that's what's going to happen. I'm just imagining that that's what's going to happen and what they're what they're they're working to uh, working for all that stuff. You know, my when I first saw what, what happened, I had to laugh. I mean, it's just you just shake your head sometimes and you have to ask yourself, how could somebody get something like that wrong? Well, I mean, when I, you I, when, I, when you when you when you put names on jerseys. You certainly go over what numbers the player wore last year or is going to wear, and you check and double check and triple check, and how they could get something like that wrong is just is just beyond me. I just <laughs> well, I mean, I mean the the idea there, Larry, the the whole idea of of most of this was that that it was because Araujo made a late change to all of that, right? I mean, that's that's what everybody's talking about. That's sort of where you're saying, okay, this is what happened. And, and that's how, that's how it happened this time. Right. Or they could be just making some excuse for somebody just really messed up. I mean, they could absolutely, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I tend to, I, I tend to want to give them, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Sure. Okay. I just mean, this one time, just this one time. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, just, just this one time. Let's, let's sort of, let's sit there and say, okay, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe we could get it a, a little bit better. Maybe, maybe things will be a, a little bit better whenever we look at, um, you know, how they're trying to fix these things and, and do a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah, but, but if it happens again, heads will definitely roll. Yeah. And so I, I think they're trying to make the best of, of the situation yeah. and, and fix right. it. So that's the first okay. thing that, that is starting. I want, uh, okay. the honey, still just... yeah, I, I know, I know the honey logos, um, the honey logos. So the honey logos for me, um, uh, it, it's an interesting one. A lot of people said they didn't want them, Larry. And then, uh, now everybody wants them because that's part of the authentic kit, right? If you're yeah. getting ones like the players, then you want one like they have um, yeah. have on the field. You want the honey logo. I think it looks good, and and, and I think the honey looks a lot better than X lax on their sleeve. I'm telling you, you know, or on their shorts. Um, so, on their shorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. So, so, so the honey logo. Here's the thing: is that was supposed to be, um, you know, a uh, a, a how do I say this? It was supposed to be an enticement to order from the LA team store. And then if you use the code and you got 15% off, then you could go ahead and um, you could get the honey logo on there. Uh, so many people liked it that at least at the team LA store, the LA galaxy are working on making those available to everybody. And that means yeah. being able to put it on a kit you already ordered Larry. Um, and so if they're doing that, um, and if they're if they're able to do that, there's going to be, you know, a sort of small fee type thing. I don't know how much it is. I don't know what a small fee is. is a small fee, ten dollars, a small fee, one dollar. Uh, is it 50 cents? There's certainly an argument that uh, if you buy it from the MLS store, the MLS store dot com, if you buy it from there, it will come with the honey logo on it. And if you buy yeah. it from the MLS store, it's cheaper than buying it from the team LA store uh, sure. and, and you get sure. all that. So yeah. my my argument here would be that uh, that if you are going to purchase one, and it's tough because I know that the MLS store, I think, is out of Authentics right now. You can't go and, and, and order one. But if you're going right. to, try to find a place, Larry, that is going to give you more for, for less money. Um, so that, that, that's sort of my, my take on that. I just, I just, 
I just wonder how many units they've sold. I remember when the uh, Galaxy signs Latan Ibrahimovic and I talked to the general manager of the team store. I'm not sure if he's there, and he gave me a number about some astronomical number of jerseys that they've sold. I just wonder if this the jerseys, if the sales of the new kits rival the impact of Zlatan's jersey. That that would be very interesting. I would I wouldn't hesitate to say that it's probably very close to it, if not more. It's a great looking kit. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Um, and so we'll see uh, sort of how that comes about and whether or not, uh, you know, everybody can get everything fixed and and that type of thing. So um, that's the other part of that. And and by the way, and, and they pointed out in the chat room, and I will give the chat room a little shout out as well. Um, first to, to, to Jorge Martinez, who who just uh, tipped us $10, Larry, $10 that you'll never see, that's for sure. Um, but you will. But yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll see like $7 of that. Um, but, but, uh, but the $10, he asked, you know, sort of what is, uh, what, what is one of those things? Uh, what is your earliest memory, Larry, of the LA galaxy? We'll switch. And whenever you tip $10, we switch topics whenever you do that. So, um, what, what, what do you, what is your earliest memory of the LA galaxy for you, Larry, who has been around since the LA oh, Aztecs? Yeah. Uh, since the LA Aztecs in 1979, my earliest memory of the galaxy is seeing Jorge Campos wearing that pink gold goalkeeper's jersey on the field. That's my earliest memory of the LA Galaxy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you love that. It took was, a lot of guts to wear pink, but he did it quite well. He he did do it well, didn't he? Um, yeah. yeah, no, I I think that's. I say I'm trying to think. My earliest. I, I've told the story many times. My first time ever going to an LA Galaxy game. They were playing Dallas, I think, in 2008. Um, and I went to go with a bunch of friends who were like, Hey, let's go to a galaxy game. I'm like, okay, sure. I'll go I'll take along whole deal. And I went and the galaxy got, I think got torched like six to two or something like that. And I loved every minute of it. I was like, this is crazy. I, I need to be here all the time. Um, so that's sort of what, what got me there. Um, and my most frustrating memory of the LA galaxy, uh, cause, cause Jorge also asked about that. Um, as, as my most frustrating memory would be this last year where, uh, we got to watch very little games, uh, and there were no fans in the stands. So that would be my most frustrating memory of the LA galaxy. I, do you have a frustrating moment? No, I have another quite memorable moment. This was when Steve Sampson was coach of the LA galaxy and Alexi Lattis was the GM. And the Galaxy were really struggling. And this was when the the media members were allowed to watch practice at the sunken field outside the uh, outside uh, Dignity Hill Sports Park. So I was sitting on the steps, and Alexi, Alexi comes walking down the steps and sits, and sits on the steps a few steps above me, and he's watching practice. And like I said, this is when the Galaxy was struggling, and there were rumors that Samson was going to get fired. So... Uh, Lalas didn't watch the entire practice, so but I I did, and I wrote a story, and then I went out to play a round of golf, and I'm on the second hole at Los Serrano's Golf Course in Chino, and my phone rings, and I pick it up, and it's a guy in the office, and he says Steve Sanson just got fired. Get back <laughs> in here and write and write a story. Right. So I so whatever green fees I paid that day, 40, 50 bucks, went right down to tubes. I took a card back to the clubhouse, got in my car, went back in the office, and wrote a story. That's that's another great memory I have of the LA Galaxy. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. That's an interesting yeah. one too. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you had you you got lots of uh, lots of work. You told me that story many times too, and and I remember that one from. I had a feeling that might be the the one you were going with on that. Yeah. So um, yeah. it was fun. So anyway, fun. back back to the kits now that we've. we've oh, and then, and then yes. another one when, uh -huh. when the Galaxy was about to to name a coach. I was talking to a Galaxy source and. This was when there were rumors flying about who they who, who that they, they would hire as head coach, and I got a Galaxy source on on the phone, and I asked him, "Could you tell me off the record who it is?" 
And he said, I can't do that. And I said, well, how about if I give you initials? And he said, okay. And I said, how about FY? And he goes, I think you're headed in the right direction. <laughs> and it turned out to be Frank Yellow. Frank Yellow. Yep. That, that's, yeah. that's a good one. I like that. So, yeah. um, so anyway, by the way, if you're on the live stream, uh, we are aware that Larry is only coming in your left ear. Um, and that's because Larry can only hear out of his left ear. So that's, that's one of the reasons that I can that's hear out of both ears. I can hear to both ears. I had both ears operated on stapedectomies, no more hearing aids. I can hear fine out of both ears. <laughs> this, this is true. You can. Um, yeah. so anyway, I just wanted to give you a heads up. Yes, I'm aware of that. And yes, it might get right. fixed during the show or it might not. Cause I, I've been, right. I've been messing with it here for a little while, so we, we won't worry about that. We'll just let that one slide uh, for, for a little bit on this, and I may fix the audio later. Um, so, I should, so if they can only hear out of the left ear, so I, I move over to the right or that's, what? That's right. That's what you should do. Yes, okay. so that, that's how right. it works. Um, okay. The funny thing is that, and I just, you know, a little behind the scenes, but we don't actually, like, uh, the microphones I'm, microphone I'm using and technically the microphone you're using are both mono there is no stereo to them. So you're only going to hear it. And basically, in order to get mono, what we do is we repeat one track on both the left side and the right side. And that's how you get mono. And so I'm actually trying to like route that in the correct direction while we're going. But that's not going to work. And I can already see that it just doesn't want to listen to me. So, hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, so anyway, uh, so we went to, to through the Araho thing. We talked about the honey badge. Uh, again, if you order from the MLS store.com, you should get a honey badge and you will also get the MLS badge. The MLS badge is probably the biggest item of contention right now, Larry, and it's just because it's not coming on any of the kits from the Team LA store. I don't know, and and I'm still waiting on on clarification for this. I have a feeling it was supposed to, um, and I have a feeling I actually got told at one point that it was supposed to come, and then I made the comment that I have seen probably 20 or 30 of those kits from different people who have got them and posted that stuff online, that when it comes from the Team LA store, I've never seen an MLS badge on it. And now, if you had a choice, which one would you get—the MLS badge or the Honey badge? I'm, I'm going to give you—I'm going to give you a great, great answer for that, Larry. You should get both because that's what the players are going to have. And it's if you—if you got one, then that's what—that's what you're going to do. Okay. Sure. Um, sure. So it—it's—that's it, what you should. I mean, that's what should happen. Ultimately, any of these things that are problems, I would expect the LA Galaxy to fix. And if they don't fix them, then I would expect that you have a right to be angry. Um, so that's, that's sort of where we sit right now. We're still working through some of these things. I know, and I've personally tried to help a couple people who got a Rahu 22 kits, uh, to put them in touch with the LA galaxy. And I know that those are being taken care of. Um, so, uh, you know, don't email me because I can't fix everybody's, uh, but I'm working with them so that way they can try to figure out how to fix it for everybody as well. Um, Josh, how much influence do you wield around the galaxy kingdom? I, not much. Not much, Not much at all. No, sure I mean, sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot to me. Here's the deal. I'm the only one who's paying attention. That's not true. All the fans are paying attention to it. But in the media, I'm the only one who's paying attention to it. And who, who thinks that, um, you know, I, I feel like most people don't care and not nor should they. You're focused on covering an LA Galaxy team. You shouldn't worry about the kids and that type of thing. But for me, knowing how excited everybody was, I want to make sure that everybody gets the best that they can. So if I can help, if I can help steer you know, the, the LA Galaxy in a, in a way that will help the resolution, I will. Um, but I'm telling you right now, if you bought an authentic kit and it didn't come at least with an MLS patch, that's not the way it's supposed to work. Um, I agree. And, and I agree. The, the MLS patch is supposed to be in there. And quite honestly, if you bought... And especially if you, if you, especially if you spend that kind, of, that kind of money, they, yeah, it should, the, it, the jersey or the kit should not be incomplete. There's, let, there's let, no excuse for that. Larry, I, I have a question for you. Do you know how yes. much an authentic kit 
with a name set is on the back? Could you? I, I know you haven't looked, so guess, I'm gonna. Yes, please guess. I would guess 150 bucks. That would be a lot of money, would it not be? Yes, it oh, would. Okay. Uh, if I told you they cost closer to 185 dollars, would you I'm be surprised? Not surprised. I'm not surprised. So I, there's there's some price differences, and this is one of the reasons that shopping at the MLSstore.com is can be the better way. It depends on what season ticket holder discounts you get, what other discounts. You could make the Team LA store be cheaper than the MLS store one, all right? Um, but all, all I can say is kit prices ain't what they used to be when I was growing but, up. <laughs> let, but here's the other thing, Larry. If you go, like, if you tried to buy you right now as you're sitting there, if you got it on your computer and you tried to buy, like, a Liverpool kit or a Manchester United kit, and an authentic one with the real name sets, with the actual badges, all that stuff, I don't think... So 185 is right around what the, the MLS store is charging for a... Um, for a, a, a uh, player issue uh, kit, right? So um, that one back there is a Jonathan Dos Santos kit. Um, and so that's about $185 um, for, for that one and any of the other ones. And if you got it, you know, the blank ones are a little bit cheaper. Yes. You know, interesting aside of that, I have, I have four shirts from prominent European teams. I have a Liverpool shirt with Steven Gerrard, number eight on the back. I have a AS Roma shirt with Toddy on the back. I, I have an Ars... I have an Arsenal shirt with Henri on the back, which Sophie wants desperately. <laughs> and I have a Manchester United shirt. Not kits, but really good-looking shirts. Right, right. No, um, there's there's some good... But if you went and tried to buy one from from Europe or from England, right, and you did yeah. that, it would probably cost you around 100 bucks shipped yeah. from there. And yet, here in Major League Soccer, we're charging $185 for a kit that right now doesn't even look like the one the players are going to play are going to wear on the field. So yeah. that's sort of my argument here is that um, I think MLS and I think uh, the teams within MLS, including the LA Galaxy, need to do a better job of this. Um, now, I there's agree. there's something to be said, Larry, that they're all sold out. So apparently the price wasn't too much um, nope. and, and all those. But I think that's about as much as I would want to pay 185. I wouldn't want to go 200 or more. I think that's just a little bit too much, but I can... What? It's tolerable, but barely. <laughs> whenever, barely. Whenever they used to have um, the long sleeve authentics, yeah, you could get into the two hundred dollar range because they had like the, the ones Beckham would wear. And yeah, yep. yeah, and now yeah. and now it's funny because they did a um, they did a a version of this community kit. Uh, the 1997 sort of throwback version. They did a version in long sleeve, but it's only in replica because it can't be long wow. sleeve because they're not going to make long sleeve real kits, right? I mean, there's an okay. arg there's all these arguments to sort of saying what it is. Right now, uh, if you buy it from the Team LA store, the only thing that is authentic about it is the fact that it has the stars on it because you're missing the patch and you're missing, um, you know, the honey thing. So hopefully everybody will sort of, you know, get this figured out and, and get this done. Uh, by the way, a shout out to Logan Jones, uh, who, who gave us $5 on the, on the Super Chat. And Logan says, all this kit money they made off of, uh, will this be enough for Messi or Ronaldo, and I, you know, I think I think the answer is yes, Logan. Quite maybe, honestly, maybe shoelaces. That's about it. But, you know. <laughs> so anyway, that's your kid update. They still have some things to fix. Um, I'm staying yeah. on top of it. If you have questions, you can hit me up on Twitter or you can hit us in the Discord. I've been trying to keep everybody as updated as I can. I'm expecting an update from the LA Galaxy. I think tomorrow um, on sort of where we're at with all this, and then I will once again sort of publish an update on what 
should could happen um, with the kits that aren't making it. Um, but uh, again, I think there should be a whole truckload of MLS patches headed towards Los Angeles because uh, I, I know they're missing. And by the way, people will say, well, you don't need to have the MLS patch and you don't. And some people don't want it and that's fine. But you know that MLS patch, Larry, in this particular case actually has the tech green infill on it. Yeah. So it matches the jersey gorgeously. Yeah. It's I would I yeah. would want it. Like, so of course you I do. Would want it. Yeah. Of course you do. All right, let's get to so the uh, the big LA Galaxy news of the day here, Larry. Uh, the LA Galaxy signed Derek Williams to center back defender. Uh, Derek Williams, I- I- Ireland national team uh, player who is 28 years old. We talked a bunch about him on Monday because we knew it was headed in this direction. Um, and so now we can confirm that. And it looks like he has been in the United States for quite some time. Uh, I had actually heard that he got a physical and that's how I found out about him, um, was able to report on that. Um, and so whenever I knew that, I knew he was already in Los Angeles. And basically if you're getting a physical, you're, you're pretty much ready to go on, on all that stuff. So he's here now. I was, I was happy to hear that this was the Irish, the Irish footballer, Derek Williams, not the Arizona basketball player, Derek Williams. It was good to see that the galaxy did sign the right guy. So <laughs> that's I'm good for that. Yeah, that, that, that's very good. Although, yeah. um, the basketball Derek Williams might be useful on headers. I would imagine that he's taller. True. Than, than yeah, he's six Williams. eight six nine. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, there could have been some use for him as well. Except he went to yeah. a horrible school, Arizona. Gross. Ugh. Um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So uh, so they signed Derek Williams. Here's what we know about the signing, and we actually know a lot. And it's strange that we know a lot, Larry. In the LA Galaxy's press release, they actually put a contract term. I don't remember them ever putting a contract term in a press release. Now, did they have the right height and weight, unlike what they had with Jonathan Bond? I did not check. Six four one sixty. I mean, come on. I did not. I did not check. I did not check. So we'll, we'll <laughs> I ha- didn't either. I should have. We'll, we'll have to but, let that but go. But that is unusual that they had the contract terms, like two years and an option with the Galaxy. So yeah. that, I was very surprised to see that. Yeah, it, They usually it, don't do that. No, they don't do that at all. Um, so it was a two-year deal, like Larry says, with an option. The option lies with the team. It always lies with the team, unless you're a designated player. Very rarely does there a player option in Major League Soccer right now. Uh, so two years plus the option. We don't know how much it's for, but what we can tell you is... He's not a targeted allocation money player, so he is not a TAM player. So the LA Galaxy, let's talk about all the things the LA Galaxy didn't have to do with this signing, Larry. So so if he's not a TAM player, uh-huh. since you know all, all there is about MLS, mm-hmm. my gosh, I mean, let's face it, you're the you're the you're the guru when it comes to MLS information. So if he's not a TAM player, what do you think his maximum salary would be? Uh, I, I'm going to guess that he's in the 400 to $500,000 a year range. I would think so too. I would think so too. The, the ceiling on that before you have to go either into TAM or designated player is 612,000. Now there's also, I believe a way to go over the 612 and pay it down with general allocation money. So that's a, that's a possibility. He could be making more, but right now. Uh, I would okay. imagine that it's in the 400 to 500, maybe even the mid fives, right? Because it's six, at 612, um, there's some room there to get them up against that that right. edge. But you would okay. also imagine that the contract has escalators in there as well, that he's making more next year than he is this year. Maybe a slight more, but usually there's this little increase as they go. So there's probably room in there for that to happen. So um, that's... I'm so <laughs> glad you know all this stuff. I'm yeah. so oh, glad. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a... Freaking genius, Larry. Let me tell you. you about it. Um, no, I've just been beaten into my head. Um, here is what we here. Here's what the LA Galaxy don't have to do. They don't have to use targeted allocation money. 
They don't have to use an international slot on him. Which um, is great, which, which is great. Which is a, a huge plus for him um, as well. We do know the LA Galaxy did have to trade with DC United to get his discovery rights. And discovery rights right. is a list that teams write down that say, we saw him first. And oh, the, it's, it's, it's old and it's kind of archaic. It's still around. And it basically means that the LA Galaxy and DC United did not compete to get this player. Right. Because the Galaxy said, we're going to sign him and we're going to give you one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars in general allocation money. That's seventy five thousand dollars in twenty twenty one and fifty thousand dollars in twenty twenty two. If this guy turned out to be a quality player, that's a hell of a deal. But time will tell. Yeah. I mean, you know, he comes in injured. We know that there was a quad injury and he had surgery on it. Now, um, from what I've been told, one, he cleared his medical. So that indicates that at least the injury has healed up to or it's healed enough where they expected um, this sort of, uh, you know, uh, expected this injury. So, um, that's not a, that's not a surprise there. Um, but there's also at least some question he may actually already be in training with the LA galaxy. So, um, if he if is not in training, at least watching, at least yeah. on the sideline and watching. <laughs> he's close. Now, now the thing is we can't really get an update on his injury status until we talk to Greg Vanny on yeah. Monday or Tuesday or whenever they do the next media call. Um, yeah. so we'll ask about that whenever, uh, whenever they get there. But, um, that's, that's one of the things that, that sort of comes around it. Um, it, it's just, he, he's a really interesting player. Um, and you know, as a center back and as a guy who, um, certainly, is has been playing well in the championship and if you you talk to blackburn rover um you know fans and they were all over the discord or they're all over twitter and they were all over facebook sort of commenting on this um he seems to be a really really well-liked player uh some people said there there might be some injury concerns that he is normally uh an injury concern guy larry um but at the same time uh when when you look i mean you know the galaxy are taking a little bit of a of a risk here they're they're rolling the dice and at 28 years old and a two-year contract he's going to be 30 by the time that comes up with a possible possibly to 31 it's not horrible. That's sort of the that's sort yeah. of a good age to come in there. So you know, in yeah. in, in my mind, um, the LA Galaxy may have got a good one. You know, and plus, and plus, let's face it, he had been playing at a good level of football in England. And, you know, Blackburn used to be on a, a Premiership side until several years ago, and the Championship is a very good level there. It's just not like we're talking about a non-league team or a third or fourth or fifth division team. Uh, this is a good team that, that he had been part of a good level to, to, uh, play in. So sure. They're taking a risk as they do with almost any, any player, especially from overseas. But, uh, let's face it, uh, the way their defense has been the last couple of years and with this guy's background, I think it's well worth the risk. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. Could be, uh, he had some fun things to say. So, uh, what I want to do is I want to listen a little bit to uh, Derek Williams in this video and the videos we've been showing courtesy of the LA galaxy. Uh, but he did a little intro video. So I want to give you that right now. So now, here so we go. Here we go. I'm really excited. As soon as I heard they were interested, um, I wanted to make it happen. I know Robbie Keane, he spoke very highly of the place and I'm proud to be able to rep the Ireland country and um, hopefully I can do as well as Robbie Keane did. I want to try to bring trophies. When you think of American football, I think of LA Galaxy as being the best team, if not one of the best teams. And my family are from America and I've always wanted to come back here. I am quite chilled and relaxed off the pitch, but then the kind of switch turns on when I get on the pitch and I, I, I'm completely different. So. I like to get on the ball and try to pass out from back, but I like defending the most. I get the most joy of keeping clean sheets and um, keeping the striker out of the game, really. So that's something that I, I pride myself on, and hopefully I can bring that to the team. 
I feel very positive, um, especially with the manager. I knew straight away I wanted to play for him. I'm just looking forward to getting going, really. All right, there you go. Uh, the 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 man himself, the man of the hour, Mr. Larry Morgan. A uh, little Derek Williams there. A little bit of the Irish brogue there. Um, but thank God it's not as thick as Robbie Keane's. I mean, it was always a challenge. <laughs> Interviewing you, Robbie Keane in trans and in transcribing his interviews later, just oh boy. I mean, I mean, wow. Yeah, Stephen Ger- was Stephen Gerard was, was a hard one too. Gerard was. He was, I th- he was easy. I mean, he was easier than Keane. Keane was. Ooh, that was. <laughs> I used to dread playing that tape recorder and just. Oh my gosh! <laughs> are you kidding me? It's a, it's always fun trying to uh, interpolate what they're trying to uh, oh. say between different things. But yeah, oh. um, so so you got a little Derek Williams in there. Um, he, it's funny and it's not funny and it shouldn't be surprised surprising either um, that uh, that Derek Williams mentioned Robbie Keane and apparently Robbie Keane gave the ringing endorsement there. You heard him. Um, so <laughs> Robbie Keane is a guy who um, who. Uh, still continues to carry that LA Galaxy flag, right? He's he's still sort of pressing for there. And if Derek Williams asks him about it, Robbie says, "Yeah, this is the place for you to go and and do the whole thing." And and there's a lot of coverage in Ireland of this, and obviously the mention of Robbie Keane helps that. Um, and so you, you can see um, just possibly what Derek Williams could bring. And you know, there's I think there's a little bit of a question mark where he even fits in, though, Larry, because the LA Galaxy have center backs. Um, but I feel like he's a starting center back and I have in my mind, at least I think I know who he would start in place of. You know, it's like the national football league. You can never have enough good cornerbacks in soccer. You can never have enough good center backs. And it's great to have that kind of competition. It really is. Yeah. yeah. And like, like I said, it'll be interesting to see who will be the odd man out. I have a feeling who it might be. Who, which I don't want to say yet. Who? Okay. So I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to lay it out right now. Yeah. Um, I, I think people Gonzalez is the, is the odd man out yes. here. Um, he is the guy. He I, is the guy. Although, and, although when, when he, when he switched from the left to the right, when Dominic Kinnear was interim coach late last season, we caught a glimpse of what he once was and what could be. But now that, uh, Derek Williams is in there, he might not get that chance. And like you said, I think he is the odd man out. He very well could be. Uh, in my whole argument is you have people Gonzalez who is aging out. Um, who is uh, who is wanted? By the way, uh, at his at his home club, I think in, at Alualense. Still, they they want him back. Um, and there's okay. hints that possibly he could be coming back in the summertime. So, um, okay. so this might be a preemptive move to sort of get ready to say goodbye to people, Gonzalez. And as a left center back, I think Dan Stares is better as a right center back, but could play left center back. Um, but as right center back, and I will continue to beat this drum. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Uh, but everything I see tells me I'm not wrong that Dan Stares is one of the better domestic center backs in Major League Soccer. Um, I don't think there's any question about that. Oh, well, I think th- he's underrated. I think he's always been underrated. Larry, there's plenty of question about that. People argue that that point all the time. You know, I saw it today. Oh, they signed uh, they signed Williams. Good. Now Stares can hit the road. Um, I, I, it's just, that's not, that's not what you want to happen. You have a domestic yeah. center back who is basically in their prime. You need to keep riding Steras. And if you put in a cohesive defensive argument here, uh, Vanny, I think can make that argument is how to set these guys up for success. Uh, Gamera Scalotto could not do it. Um, and so I think if you have a better argument, uh, or, or sort of a better setup with this, uh, I feel like Dan Steras, um, Derek Williams, uh, Jorge Villafania on the left, and Julian Araujo on the right is not a horrible back line. Um, right. You know, you know when it, when it comes to defense, I've always said on defense you're always only as good as the players around you, and I think that that certainly holds true for Dan Stairs. 
you put a really talented, a solid player next to him, I think he can. I think he can really shine. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the case. So I think that Derek Williams uh, could be a starter. We'll see. It depends on his fitness. We'll find out more on his fitness probably this week or, or next week whenever we t- get to talk to Greg Vanny. Uh, I'm sure that'll be one of the questions we have with him on our weekly media calls is, is uh, to talk a little bit about Derek Williams. And uh, we know that there was an injury there and if he can update us on that. So that'll be that'll be at least my question if I get to ask questions. So um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else in there. By the way, the some of the pictures that were taken here with uh, with Derek Williams uh, out in front of the uh, the press box and on the field there. Uh, were taken, I believe, on February 25th. So just I missed that press box, Josh. I miss it. You you were you were vaccinated. One, we haven't been up there in a very long time. But two, <laughs> if we do get to go back there, you you actually probably get to go before me. Yeah, yeah. I hope to be there this season. I couldn't make it last season for obvious reasons, but I hope to this season. But I I I miss being there. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying I, not saying I miss you, but I, I you, miss you being mi- there. You miss me. You can say okay. it. It's okay. Right, Everybody right, knows. Right. I admit it. I admit it. All right. He All right. there it was. Um, let's get to the weekly schedule now. Uh, put, peeling off away from uh, uh, Derek Williams and the center back signing. That's at least one in there. Uh, yes, we are expecting some more signings. Uh, there seems to be one. We'll talk about it here in just a little bit. Uh, the weekly schedule for the LA Galaxy actually has them ending today on Thursday. March 4th. It says the team's off on Friday. Um, I would imagine they might have some more voluntary sessions and different things on Saturday and Sunday, whether weightlifting. I, I love the term voluntary. We all know they're not voluntary. You be there or, or hit else. the road, Jack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always laugh at that term. The, here's the here's the fun thing. Um, if you want breaking news, I can give you as I mean breaking news when it comes to a preseason schedule. If you really want to get excited about the preseason schedule, now listen, there's going to be real games in this, so you can get excited about those. But most of that stuff has already been announced. But you know, some of the stuff that is hasn't been announced um, is basically it looks like the Galaxy are going to have one, two, three, four, five, six preseason games, and some of those are going to be in quotation marks games because you know they're going to be like three 20 minute. Uh, scrimmages and you know all these different things so um the la galaxy uh currently on the list and things that we can confirm and we already confirmed the uh march 20th game versus the san diego loyal i can confirm now that landon donovan's team by the way happy birthday landon donovan 39 years old um uh, the the san diego loyal who come up will play at dignity health sports park on uh, 320. So on March 20th, that will be at Dignity Health Sports Park. Between those two teams, closed door, not going to be streamed, so you're probably never going to see it except for some video highlights and some stuff like that. Uh, the stuff that got announced was actually what they're calling the Sun Cup, which used to be the Desert Diamond Cup, the LA Galaxy. Uh, holders of the Desert Diamond Cup, I believe in 2012, if I remember correctly. Um, and so, now my, now my question with that cup, when, when they won the Desert Diamond Cup, was it a real diamond or was it cubic zirconium? Yeah, that, that was my question. Fake for sure, but everybody knows that. I'm sure that's in the trophy <laughs> closet somewhere. It's on like the lower shelf it's where, where it's where it's closed up. Um, but it used to be the Desert Diamond Cup, and now it is called the Sun Cup um, in yeah. Tucson. Okay, um, and this is one where you're going to have a bunch of teams head that way. What we know now is the LA Galaxy will be playing against Sporting Kansas City, which we knew, but we didn't know where that was Um, on April 3rd at 12 p.m. I imagine these games will be quote unquote televised in terms of they'll probably be streamed somewhere that you can watch them. Uh, so four, three versus sporting Kansas city. That's a 12 PM kickoff time. Then you have a uh, four, seven versus Colorado, which is a 3 PM kickoff time. Um, and then four, 10 versus RSL. That's a 5 PM kickoff time. The really interesting thing too, Larry is that LA galaxy two will be making this trip as well. 
um, and they'll be playing some games um, against some of the USL opponents there, Phoenix Rising, uh, FC Tucson. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if there's any other ones. So they have a couple games there as well, as the senior team also has some games. So I wonder if these will be any, if there will be any like split squad games like you used to do in baseball. They don't do it anymore, but I wonder if there will be any split squad competitions in these scrimmages i wouldn't be surprised i think there will be i think there will be at least a couple i want to say that in in 2012 or whenever there was a desert diamond cup that there was some sort of split squad you know thing at one point um i don't i don't know if that was uh that was a, a thing or not um so so that's the ones that you know about and those are the ones that have been published the two that you don't know about are coming up in march and i don't have exact dates on them um but it looks like the la galaxy will be playing these scrimmages um, against New England, it'll all be closed door, and I doubt you'll see much from it. Maybe some video, that type of thing. But that's and sort don't of they saying. don't they play like three of these in like you know, like in just a week? Three of these matches in a, in a week's time. Yeah, I think so. That's that's pretty busy. That that uh, of course absolutely. it is preseason, so. That, here we go. The good thing for the chat room, I missed one, um, and and Aaron helped me out. So uh, Logan uh, had a gave us five dollars as well. He was asking about Derek Williams, and I did see this, and then I I got distracted, so I apologize, Logan. He's acting about Derek Williams, whether this is a Vanny sign signing or you know a Klein sign, or is this a a management signing? Uh, Derek Williams to me very much is a Dennis DeClosa signing. If you're gonna ask that question, and the reason that we that we say that, and it's a good point to bring up, is that we told you whenever they signed. Jonathan Bond, Larry, that the LA Galaxy had this list of dual nationals that could come in and wouldn't take up international slots, but could come in and play soccer. They got Jonathan Bond from that list, who doesn't take up an international slot, and he comes over and will probably be your starting goalkeeper. That's my guess right now. We'll see if that that holds out. Um, And now they went out and did it to Derek Williams as well. Uh, So Dennis DeClosa, and I have talked to him about this list before. Um, this is this is absolutely a guy who was on the list, guaranteed, because the dual national list is is something I feel like Dennis is proud of, and they should be. Um, that's the type type of list that you should have. It was actually it's funny because Siggy Schmidt, whenever he was in charge of this last time, also used to talk about the lists. And basically his argument was, hey, we couldn't get this guy. Like, say you were going after a midfielder, a central midfielder. It's like, oh, well, we couldn't get this guy. Well, who's next on the list? And Siggy's argument was the LA Galaxy never had the backup of that list. There was nobody after this next person. And there should always be a list of guys who you're going after and who's next on the list. And, you you know, you talk to the top three guys and you sort of feel them out. You say, oh, well, the number two guy, actually, I like him better than the number one guy. Let's move him up and put him in this list. And we want to sign him next time we get a chance, whenever we need to send. Like, you start building those relationships. So um, this Logan is absolutely uh, uh, Dennis DeClosa uh, 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 signing for me. That, that, yeah, that makes I, sense. Yeah, you know, my uh, my uh, comment on this so-called list, if, if there is one, it seems like this list is more of a far-reaching list that they adhered to than when Scalotto was coach. Let's face it, Scalotto wanted to bring in or had an eye on for talent in South America. He was much more familiar with players from that area, so naturally he would gravitate towards bringing those those kinds of players in. Now it seems they're they're freer to do a little bit more worldwide scouting. I don't know, but freer to bring in other kinds of players from other areas around the world. I don't, I don't know if that's good or bad, Right. but, but you know, it's just, I just find it kind of interesting. Well, well, I think it's, it, it, you know, to, to sort of continue on that a little bit. Um, and we're basically done talking with the preseason stuff anyway. So those two other games with new England, you can expect those to be announced. I, I believe the galaxy are probably gonna put that on, on Friday. We'll see. Maybe it'll be Monday or Tuesday. Um, right. But anyway, uh, with that list, that thing that is going on there, 
um, is a complete departure from what they did in 2019 and 2020, Larry. They had so many international slots filled in 2019 and 2020 that they went over and they had to buy international slots from other people. Here, you have the LA Galaxy paying $125,000 in general allocation money to DC United. And by the way, DC United tried to sign Derek Williams last year. Um, and it just didn't work out. And so them having him on the discovery list actually makes some sense. Um, that being said, uh, you know, the, the galaxy got him this year and he wanted to come and that's going to make sort of, that's going to make the difference on this. And so those, those, the fact that they're not over, uh, on international slots, as a matter of fact, they have four vape filled, but DD Triore is one of those. And we know that he's going to be loaned out. So technically the LA galaxy have five international slots available larry the same team that was like three over the maximum internationals in 2019 that's a whole that's a lot of shopping to do it a is lot a lot of a uh, lot of room in that shopping cart left well and 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 i think we're going to find out that there is uh some people coming up uh, or at least one person that we know that will take up an international slot that's coming in let's get to the mls schedule though because certainly we are advancing towards the beginning of the season Right, April seventeenth is 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 that when we're we're actually going to play? I think that's what it was. April seventeenth. Yeah. Has it has this been the longest off season yes. you can think of in MLS? My gosh, it seems like it's been it's been going on for decades. I mean, you know, certainly there are reasons why it seems it's been this long, and certainly there are reasons why we have to wait so long for the season to start. But let's get going, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's start watching some games and some matches. I mean, sheesh. It needs to happen. I mean, you know, it, it does. It's long because the LA Galaxy, you know, didn't make the playoffs, and it's right. long because there's because a longer they than took normal their time signing players too. Yeah, and they took their time. Signing. I mean, there were almost thirteen days, I think, between the, the last signings between Derek Williams and uh, Carlos Harvey announcements. I think it was thirteen days. That's not a lot yeah. of time when you think about it, but that's basically two weeks of nothing, yeah. Larry. Two um, weeks of nothing, and so. And so they look at all those things um, as it goes. Now, the schedule is not out, and you shouldn't expect an MLS schedule anytime soon. Uh, it's funny because uh, the guys over at The Athletic were, were putting together a thing, and they're like, here's, some, here's the stuff about the schedule. And then they're like, it's not coming anytime soon. There's still a lot of things for Major League Soccer to work out. As a matter of fact, just the fact that um, some places are starting to allow fans to be ready to go into things. And by the way, I'd like to point out, the LA Galaxy are coming into that as well. There is a chance. Um, that for the LA Galaxy's home opener, that there might be a certain number of fans involved in that game. Um, nothing has been decided. That's up to the health departments. But here's here's kind of what's happening. And and I should tell you that uh, the Kevin Baxter sort of let me in on this, and I'm sure he'll talk about it on Monday more in depth. But what's happening is Major League Baseball, Larry, is really pushing to get fans in the seats because yes. they they make money off of the gate. Major League Baseball does right. It's about people <laughs> sitting down. So does MLS, big time. Exactly, and so you can see that. Yeah. So MLS, MLB is beating its chest, and they're a big, giant force in this to sort of say to the governor, yeah. hey, we want fans in this, and we need to do it, right? So when you look at that, uh, MLS is also helping out Major League Baseball. They're basically like, it's like filing a, a friend of the court brief, right? It's sort of like, listen, <laughs> we would also like fans because of reasons, right? And so that's, that's what's happening. So with Major League Baseball clearing the way in California for some of that to happen, there's a chance that it, it could come back. And actually the governor has been talking about possibly uh, about that possibility and said that everything is trending towards being allowed to have a limited capacity of fans. So if, if you had to guess, what do you think that that capacity would be at uh, dignity health sports sports park? I'm guessing they're going to say 25%. 
25%. And so I'm guessing which, that- Which would be about 5,000, just over 5,000? Let's say, let's say 5,000. I think it's, uh, okay. let's see, if I, that would be like 20% would be 5,000. Okay. Um, so I will say that it is, I don't think that they would allow that many, but it could be close to that. Maybe it's more like 4,000 or 3,500 or something like that. I think yeah. as that starts to go, and then I think as vaccinations kick up and people, more people get vaccinated and things like that, I think that you're going to see that increase as it goes um, yeah. as well. So uh, be ready for that. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think it's going to be around that 25% number. It could be less. Um, you know, I think 25% sounds pretty realistic myself. You could, you can't tell me I was there whenever we went for, to cover for the press, there was like 20 of us and there's so much room in that stadium to be away from people that you never felt like you were in any sort of, now that's 20 people now add 3,500 people that I don't feel I'm a cautious person, Larry. I would not feel uneasy with 3,500 people at, in that yeah. stadium or 4,000 or even 5,000. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay 5,000 media members. Yeah, no, I will never be okay with that. You know that. There's, <laughs> there's like, there's like seven or eight of us who actually know what we're doing, and then there's other people right. who show up. So, um, that's right. that. That's sort of yes, it's my church, and I get angry when people come into my church on the holidays. That's how I how I liken it to. Um, so that's what the MLS schedule is not coming out anytime soon, and you should probably wait another two or three weeks. That's my guess. But but they expect the season over April seventeenth. That's, that's right. the tentative starting date. That is nobody knows who they're yeah. playing, but that's what it is. Here's the other interesting thing: we talked about U.S. Open Cup. We talked about before how basically they were taking a tournament that usually has like a, over a hundred clubs, hundred and one, I think. Um, they're reduced uh, and they reduced that down to twenty four for this year. It's a much more pared down. Uh, tournament. We talked before about how they were only going to let eight MLS teams in. And we said that as of right now, there is no um, qualifications for how they pick those eight and that they were eventually going to have to pick those eight. Um, and so the athletic is reporting uh, that the way they're going to that possibly one of the ways that they're going to pick that is to let everybody in major league soccer play three games, Larry. So you play your first three games and then whoever has the top point totals in those first three games top eight teams would go and play the u.s open cup it's interesting all that would have to be approved by u.s soccer's open cup yeah. committee right it's not mls who really gets to just choose that but if mls says this is how we want to try to do it um it it it, it can it can possibly work so uh i thought that was an interesting part about this as well so no schedule and u.s open cup is still sort of up in the air but they're starting to start figure this stuff out and let's ask our listeners out there if any of them know when the last time the Galaxy won the U.S. Open Cup. And no fair looking it up on the Internet. No fair cheating. Does anybody know when was the last time the Galaxy won the Cup? I I was very close. I, I, I you knew, were very close. I knew it. I was thinking it was, but I was I was wrong by a year whenever I guessed. Yeah, they finished second in the year that in the year you mentioned. So I, I was like I said, I was really, really close. We'll let everybody in the chat room sort of chew on that for a second. I'm sure people will All get right. it. Um. Let's go to the other rumor. Uh, Samuel Grand Sir. Um, one awesome last name, Grand Sir. Grand Sir. I feel like you need Grand to like, Sir. Yeah, you need to tip your cap whenever you talk about uh, Grand Sir. A uh, 24 year old French born right winger. Um, he is currently, and we'll say this in quotation marks, playing with Monaco. Um, and the reason that we say that with quotation marks is he has not played with Monaco in the 20. 21 slash 2020 slash 2021 season so far. This is a guy, Larry, who got signed by Monaco and then has been loaned out for almost his entire time. Um, whenever he has been playing for Monaco, he had a short stint that where he actually played for the team and then he's been loaned out and then those loans would end and he would come back to Monaco and then he would be loaned out 
again. Uh, you have to ask yourself why that continues to happen. Is he a is he a bad guy? Is he a bad team guy? Uh, I don't know. I I watched film of him. He looks like a little fire plug. He's just a little guy, five six, but from what I've seen, he's pretty impressive. But you have to ask yourself why they keep loaning this guy out. Yeah, there's there's rumors that maybe he likes to party too much. Uh, somebody yeah. called him the French Giovanni dos Santos, um, which I thought was funny, and I will still enjoy that joke. That's still a good joke, and I will enjoy yeah. it. Um, there's a lot of stuff. The bottom line is you look at highlights of him, and he seems like he could be sort of this dynamic player, but not dynamic in the way I think that a lot of people think of him. Um, right. He he ends up in the right place at the right time, Larry. I think you said that like he, you wouldn't be surprised if he snuck past people and, and sort of got yeah. into the right spot and the right position. Yeah, I mean, it looks like... Looks like he has good speed, not great speed, and with that height, I mean, seriously, if you're not paying paying attention, he'll get behind you and cause trouble. But again, he hasn't played for Monaco for a while, so you have to wonder just what's going on with this guy. But again, you know, is he is he worth the risk? I mean, why not? Considering the way the Galaxy's played the last couple of seasons, why not? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think there's any reason not to go after him. I think the yeah. the, the the things that sort of work maybe not against this, but just make it more interesting is that his contract doesn't expire until 2023. And so um, that means, well, it means a couple things. One is you would expect that maybe Monaco would want to loan him to the LA Galaxy and maybe offload his salary as the Galaxy would pay his salary for that. Maybe that's one of the things. Um, the other thing is that we have heard that Monaco are in need of money. And so perhaps they want to sell him and and cut ties with him and just move him on because it's clear he's not going to play for Monaco. Um you know, being in playing for Monaco in League One is also a, a, a little bit. That's that's Ligue 1, uh in France. Ligue 1. Yes, um, there are like two good teams in in. I Ligue love that 1. French accent, Josh. That's yep. good. I'm I'm very French. Um, no, I'm German. Yeah, no, I'm German. German Trabian. Italian. Trabian. Uh, um, so, uh, but he, you know, playing for Monaco isn't exactly this like high level spot for him. Although you and I were talking and I said, this guy is hitting the jackpot, Larry, because he is, uh, if he does come to the LA galaxy, he is going from Monaco, a, a wonderful place to live, um, to Los Angeles, a wonderful place. Another, to live. another wonderful place to live. That's right. He enjoys the highlight. That's right. He does. He's 24 years old, which should be, which is a really good age. It's a really good age. It, it's perfect. And if the LA galaxy want to keep him for longer, as Greg Vanny has sort of hinted at some of these TAM signings, and I would imagine this would be a TAM signing because if they're actually going to sign him, then you're looking at a transfer fee of some sort, I would imagine, to Monaco. Um, and if all that happens, then you know you could you could bring him in. As a TAM signing, a guy who I think can make a difference, uh, a guy who's not as dynamic as Ramon Alessandrini, certainly. My, my friend Chris Tucker and I were talking about this, and he sort of said this, and I agreed with him once we were watching the tape, um, is that uh, he's not as dynamic as Alessandrini, but he's he's definitely better than, than Yoni Gonzalez, right? He's more dynamic. He's more... Um, something there than, than Yoni Gonzalez. And yes, we only got to see Yoni Gonzalez play for a very short amount of time, but I can understand if you watch him play, you can sort of see it. Um, I, I just wonder, you know, this is this is certainly not a designated player signing here, so it's a TAM level signing. You need somebody on the right wing. He seems like he could be the answer, and from all indications that I've been able to talk to, the LA Galaxy are interested, and there is a good chance that uh, Grant Sir ends up with the LA Galaxy. You know, you just brought up a, a, a player I found intriguing last season, Yoni Gonzalez. You know, it's – I almost felt sorry for the guy because we really didn't get a good look at what he was capable of doing. 
you know, we really didn't get a, a good glimpse of his talent and ability on the field. Almost unfair to bring him up to the States. And now he's gone back to South America. Just, I, I kind of felt sorry for the guy. I mean, being in a new country, a new team, a new league, really didn't get a chance to show what he was capable of. You know, it's it, it, it was borderline unfair. But, again, that's that's the way sports can work sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it, it, sports is cruel. No matter what sport it is, sports can be cruel. It, it can be. Um, I think with his age, you have to imagine there's still some growth to be made there. I mean, 24 is a great age. I mean, that is... Yes, it is. You could... That's, that's a perfect age. Di- there's a couple plays. There's a couple plays if you watch them and, and you sort of have to go and figure out which games he scored in last year and then go try to find the highlights from that or, or and, and sort of try to figure that out or his assists or something like that. Like whenever you're trying to find it, you sort of have to go back and do it that way and it takes some extra steps and it's hard. But when you watch him, there is something. He made a move um, where he ran down the right-hand side and... You know, I think people are going to call him fast, and I don't think he's fast. I think he's quick. He has he's quick, quick movements. Yeah. He's He tries things. I mean, sometimes we say, you know, that's good, and sometimes we say that's bad. He does try things. He tries to get by people. He takes people on one-on-one. But he made a cut to the inside um, that reminded me so much of Ramon Alessandrini. Um, and that just the shot. He cut inside and then shot from about 20, 22 yards out. And it wasn't as heavy. It, the ball wasn't hit as hard as Ramon Alessandrini. But it was put in a place and targeted and the ball moved. And it was if you can start getting some of that, if you can get a guy who's going to score you seven or eight goals a season, that's a lot because that's not necessarily what he's been doing, doing with Monaco. But if you can get a guy who's scoring six or seven goals and adding in, you know, six or seven assists at the same time from that right wing, when you think that Christian Pavone is going to be on that left side, there's there's something there. They're, they're Maybe all he needs is a change of scenery. Who knows? All he needs is a chance. Maybe a, a new league, a new environment will do him wonders. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mike Gray's trying to get me canceled by by me, uh, one of the whitest people uh, he knows, uh, doing a German accent. That's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> that is not gonna happen. Um, you Schweinhund. Yeah. No. See, this is this is exact. That now they're gonna cancel you, Larry. That's what's gonna happen. Sorry. You know. That's it, it's fine. Um. No. It, it's cough. Sorry. It, it's a. It's an interesting move. I like the fact that they're they're looking at this. I don't know how likely it is. We have it at four stars on the rumor tracker. I can't listen. I, the sources I've been able to talk to said that there's something there, and I believe that. Right. So um, whether or not they can close that deal and make it happen, I don't know. And whether or not they can do that, and and FYI, uh, transfer window is not open in Major League Soccer. Okay, just FYI, it doesn't open till the tenth. Uh, Josh. I have a question about your rumor tracker, which is always great. When when was the when was the last time you had a one star? Turn into a five star. Rarely. 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 Yeah. I mean, it just, it, you know, that's like a, I think Sergio. Or Gort, a five star turn into a one star. That happens. Uh, no, I mean, usually you can say four stars. If I'm not sure, I'm not going to give it five stars. I mean, yeah. that should be okay. your, 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 your key to that is that if there's really something going on, I usually can figure it out. This was with a question. Uh, everybody was looking uh, everybody was texting me and, and tweeting at me saying put grand sir on the rumor tracker and um I, this isn't a stuck up thing but i don't use other people's reporting most of the time 
to right. co- to confirm things, right? So that's, I, a, that's a good that's a good policy. Only because I've gotten it wrong before. So you know that's that's one of the <laughs> that's reasons. That's why it's a good it. policy. I mean, Derek Williams. I, I talked to somebody. I want to tell you about the Derek Williams thing. I, I got a tip. Somebody gave me a tip that that Derek Williams had passed his physical and and done things. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then um, I went and I I checked in with a source, and literally within two and a half minutes, I had it confirmed. I'm like, oh, okay, we're, we're good. That's it. So I could go ahead and put it out there. And I did put it out there. I know that there are other, you know, rumor accounts. I think LA Galaxy Rumors had it before me. Absolutely. But I can't rely on that reporting. So it yeah. was up to me to sort of be like, do I have this? And do I feel confident giving right. it to LA Galaxy fans? The the stupidest thing that anybody could ever do is try to break news. It's just, it's so stupid, Larry. It's so the stress. I knew Derek. And it's w- even more stupid if you're wrong. Oh, oh well, if you're wrong, you might as well like go hide in a hole, right? right. And I got it wrong. Right. I've I've gotten it wrong. Sasha Kleshton eventually will be on this show, and I get to tell him I was the guy who said that he was coming the first time before he was coming when he was still at Anderlecht, and I got it wrong, and everybody knows that. Um, and it taught me a lot. Super, super good learning thing. The good news yeah. is that I'm in charge of this organization here, Corner of the Galaxy, so I didn't fire myself. Uh, so but I got when another you're chance. a reporter, there are very few better feelings than breaking a story and nobody else has it. It's great. That is one of the ultimate feelings for a sports writer. It's great, Larry. It but is. even when you know you're right, there's something in the back of your head going, "Well, I hope nothing goes wrong between now and then," because I said That's it was. Right. I said it was done. You know, we're done. You hold here. your breath. You hold your breath. Yeah, and so like even even with some of that, um, you know, it, it's it's. It's just it's just very interesting um, trying to trying to figure that out. All right. Uh, Aaron talked a little bit here as well. And and Aaron, my good buddy, who also gave us five dollars that way, I made sure that I paid attention to Logan. So thank you. Aaron is like our our chat room moderator who makes who doesn't get to moderate anything and makes horrible jokes. Um, Irregardless, Aaron, that's that's what your name should be in here, irregardless, because that's not a word. Thank you, Aaron. Thank um, you, Aaron. But Aaron says, <laughs> um, what happens uh, if we if we're still going to sign a defensive holding midfielder, which is what Greg Vanny says that the LA Galaxy need? Um, do. Where does that leave Sebastian Legette? And it's really interesting because I think a lot of people think that uh, Javier Chicharito Hernandez, of course, is going to get a partner this year. He's going to get a two man up top, right? Something like that. And I feel like that's not going to happen. But what is going to happen is if Sebastian Legette is going to play more like he does for the U.S. men's national team, this is called like putting puzzles together, right? If he's he, he talked about sort of playing under Greg Berhalter and how Vanny wants him to play similar, similarly. Yes. Similarly. Uh-huh. And so um, if they do that, Larry, that means that Sebastian Legette is more of an attacking force because he plays more of an attacking position with the U.S. men's national team. And he's actually been playing some false nines. Um, for the U.S. men's national team as well. so And he should be an attacking force. He should be. He should be. That's fine. We'll, yeah. we'll pretend that that's a real thing. I'm still... the the I'm I'm not a huge Sebastian Legette fan from last year, and he had his second best year as an LA Galaxy member, and mm-hmm. I'm still... I guess maybe you could call me a hater, but I just... Last year, the performances were too uneven for me. I think hater is too strong a term. I, I'm not hating. I'm just... It's just a critique. I see it. I, yeah, I see something. I, I I think skeptic is a better term than hater. So this is what I think is going to happen. So you have Chicharito up top. Okay. Now let's come back to the midfield line. Okay. I imagine that there's going to be three in sort of the attacking phase in the midfield. And I would put, um, you know, if Christian Pavone is on the left, you're going to have a left wing there. I would put Sebastian Legit in that sort of c- the central attacking midfielder role in the cam role. But he's also more of an offensive 
uh, pusher to Chicharito. So think of him more right. as a one-one with Chicharito than sitting as part of the three um, that are going to be the midfields. Then you're going to have a right wing. Uh, then you're going to have Jonathan Dos Santos, who is going to be the more offensive of the two midfielders that are sitting back. Okay, uh, so he's going to be able to link with Sebastian Legette. Legette is going to be able to go above Chicharito. Chicharito is going to be able to drop back to catch up with Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, and then you're going to have a defensive midfielder in there, which the LA Galaxy do not have. Here's the we went over this whenever Sophie was here last uh, week, Larry. But I have three positions right now on the LA Galaxy that I do not have a starter for. Okay, I don't have a starting left wing. I don't have a starting right wing. and I don't have a starting defensive midfielder. Okay, so. I think the starting lineup as I see it right now is Jonathan Bond and goal. And we'll see if that changes. It could be Jonathan Klinsman as well, but I think it's Jonathan. Bond. I think it's going to be Jonathan Bond left. Left back is Jorge Villafania. You're going to have left center back is Derek Williams. If he's fit, if not, it's people Gonzalez or it's Dan Starez and people. And you switch those around. However it is, then it's Dan Starez and it's Julian Araujo. There are your five in the back right now. Jonathan Dos Santos is going to play more box to box. You're going to have a defensive midfielder. There is nothing. There is nobody on that defensive. The right side is going to be a right winger we don't have anybody that will fill that spot for the la galaxy right now uh the left wing is a question mark probably christian Pavone, but we don't know that for sure so you have nobody to split there and then you have sebastian Legette in the center and you have chicharito in the center so your 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 spine larry is going to be chicharito it's going to be sebastian Legette. it's going to be jonathan dos santos it's going to be whoever the defensive midfielder is and then it's going to be Derek williams and uh dan steris and then jonathan bond back there that's your spine i feel like you're missing something so, so with these with these three openings that you just mentioned, and with the Greg Vanny saying they're they're set to bring in seven or eight players to fill out the roster, one would one would tend to believe that of those seven or eight players, three of those players will fill those positions. Yes, one would hope, one would think. You would you would uh, I mean they have to otherwise they're not going yeah, to have eleven players on right. the field, right? Right. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. I know people have been talking about Kai Kamara as a free agent. Uh, Kai Kamara, by the way, also went to Dominguez Hills uh, University, Cal State Dominguez Hills right there. He has stared at the LA Galaxy Stadium before. He wants to be in LA. If all those things make sense, Larry, why has he never gotten back to LA? For whatever reason, I don't like to be the guy, oh, he's been with 100 million teams and there must be something wrong with him because he always seems like the, a ridiculously nice guy. Um but is he a good teammate? That's the bottom line. Is I, he a good teammate? I mean, no, who knows? Sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we do know. Right. I mean, you right. know, th those are things. But I, you know, I wonder, is that it? And you still need a backup striker. Somebody in the discord said, hey, um, I can't wait to see Chicharito up there with Ethan Zubak. And I said, you had me until Zubak, who I think could be a guy off the bench who can do some things. But I'm not going to sit there and say that he's going to be a backup for Chicharito. That to me right now does not fly in my in my neck of the woods. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that still needs to happen. Uh, we have 26 of 30 roster spots filled on the website. If you go to the website, uh, 26 of 30 that I have, it was funny, uh, because whenever I talked to Greg Vanny on Monday, I mentioned having 25 players on the roster signed. Um, and there was a little like head nod, like there was a head tilt, like, oh, that's not how many I have in my head. Um, you know, that type of thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know how many he has, but I'm telling you right now, officially the galaxy have 26 to 30. We know they can move five, probably uh, at least three to four of those players that are on the senior team down to galaxy two. And Greg Vanny talked about that being able to, to do that. So 
there's still a lot of holes on this roster. Grant Sir would fill one of those. Pavone would fill one of those. And then you're still looking at a defensive midfielder who we have not heard a name about, but Greg wants a defensive midfielder uh, to play. I would say Perry Kitchen, but of course he went to go play in Columbus. So that's not is, is there any reason for us to be concerned about this unfinished product yes. of the LA Galaxy? I think there is too. I mean, just, wow. I mean, they're, they're running out of time to uh, to put this puzzle to, to this puzzle together, as you just mentioned, I just, I don't know. They're, I just wish they wouldn't, they, they, they would, wouldn't take this much time. I don't know. I don't I, know. I mean, the counter argument to that is that the transfer window hasn't even opened, and right. that April seventeenth, um, <clears throat> you know, is still a little of the ways out there. Um, so I'm not overly concerned. And you and I were talking before we started. It's great to have everybody in camp. And certainly with Greg Vanny, you want to start building that system and it's a new system. And so, you know, it's better to have everybody in camp. Having said all that, I'm not overly concerned if a guy shows up two weeks before the team is supposed to play and you put him in because you're probably going to put him into a system that you already know what that system is and you got him because of that system. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not overly concerned, but I think you should be concerned. I think it's taken a little bit longer. And, and Greg Vanny mentioned that whenever he was talking to us on Monday, COVID has slowed things down. Visas have been slowed down. Lots of things have been slowed down. So there sure. is this process that is slower than it was. But having said that, I feel like the LA galaxy can still complete everything they need to do this off season before sort of getting to the summer one as well. Yeah. I guess after the last few seasons, we're just, it's easy to be so naturally pessimistic about this team. So, well, again, it's just like I said, April 17th is still a ways down the road, so there is time. But, you know, just don't take all of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I mean, you know, we're getting close to, you know, a month away. We're a month and a week away yeah. from that. So yeah. And it's it, not, goes fa- it goes quickly. Yeah, it, it's not going anywhere. Weeks. Um, you know, people talking about Augie Williams as well down at G2 and whether or not he would get signed and brought up to the the senior team. And, you know, I figured that that was sort of a no brainer at the beginning of this um, this season. And I, I think maybe it's more of a brainer <laughs> than 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 maybe I thought. Uh, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm simplifying things. Maybe I don't know the, the full extent. Yeah. And usually I don't. Uh, but that would be somebody who I, ex- I would have expected to, to come up and, and sort of fill some roles there. So, sure. um the LA Galaxy, uh, you know, get to fill some spots. The good news is, for fans, I feel like the 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 dam is sort of broken. It's starting to leak a little bit. So that means there's going to be signings that are starting to come across the line. You got Derek Williams. Um, I think Grant Sir is on the way to signing. I, I, I don't have that confirmed, and so I won't tell you that. But it feels like things are moving in that direction, and it sort of follows the template that Greg Vanny laid out for us on Monday, which was younger players, Tam Money, and guys who will be here for you know the next three to five to seven to nine years, right? I mean, that's what he's sort of looking at. At twenty four years old, that 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 fits that sort of uh, that that mold. So we'll see if the LA Galaxy can get that one across the line. All right, there, Larry. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel like we've we've covered most of the stuff. I just I was looking at the MLS Soccer website today, and they were talking about each team's MVP candidate, and they separated them into tiers. And obviously, the the ones. The certain guy down the freeway from from the Galaxy is in the first tier, mm-hmm. and they mentioned that Chicharito is in the third tier. Yeah, well, I mean, so I, I, yeah, I mean, I re- it, it, it kind of makes sense. I mean, this is a big, big season for him. I mean, he must turn it around. Mm-hmm. He must get his act together. And from reading the recent article that Kevin did, sounds like 
Sounds like he is intent on doing just that. I mean, he has to do that. Well, the galaxy are counting on him. They're depending on him. I mean, they need him. They need him. Let let me flip this on you a little bit, because um, in my mind, if the player that I would suggest would be the best MVP candidate for the LA Galaxy were on the roster right now, I would imagine that Chicharito would be second. Quite true. Quite right? true. So, so if, yes. if, 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 because I would imagine Christian Pavone fits into the second tier of how they were sort of breaking that down. I would think so too. Because he's, we've seen that he's a potential MVP candidate if he has he a is. good team around him. Right. Um, so, w- again, we're going to sort of see where, where, if that happens, when that happens. And I have no updates on Pavone. Greg Vanny said on Monday, the, the offer's sitting there, they're waiting, and nothing's happening. So, um, you know. Nothing happening on Pavone? Wow. I, well, wow. It, it, was, it was so that hot. That soap opera is something else. It was hot and heavy for a while there, and yeah. then, it, then it calmed down. I had to make updates like twice a day to the rumor tracker on Pavone and different things, and some of it was not good, and some of it was uh, was was okay just in terms of the soccer stuff. Um, the legal troubles are not something that I'm necessarily a fan of, so... Um, you know, duh. I mean, that's, that's a pretty easy thing to say, but at the same time, I don't know that the LA galaxy should be a fan of those as well. So we'll see. Um, all that stuff still has to be played out and there's still a lot of stuff to get to. All right. Uh, I want to end this here. I know we've gone a little bit longer than, uh, than we normally do, but, uh, that's fine with me. All right. Uh, Larry, if, uh, I'll tell everybody, I guess I should tell everybody, I'll tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, go ahead and head on, not over to Twitter. That doesn't work. Head on over to corner of the galaxy, uh, where you can find Larry writing some articles on occasion. I'm going to make you write more Larry. That's for sure. Cause okay. you know, there's stuff coming up. So we'll, well when there's something to write about, I'll be happy to do it. I knew you would. So Larry, you can find him sometimes on our discord. Usually not, but definitely not on Twitter. If you want to send anything corner, of the galaxy at gmail.com. We'll make sure Larry gets it. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J G U E S M A N. And of course at galaxy podcast, corner of the galaxy.com is where you can find us. All our videos, podcasts, articles, all the stuff, rumor, transaction trackers all those things have been updated with the Derek Williams stuff so head on over there and check it out alright think that about does it for me I'm Josh Guessman. he's Larry Morgan not on Twitter and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com have a great one everybody you've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast and be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes Stitcher and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.